0: Welcome to the Proletarian Contrarian, the podcast where we reevaluate bad films through a leftist perspective. I'm Nick and I'm Lewis. And joining us today is my friend Mark. Hello Mark.
1: Hello Nick and Lewis. The Contrarian Protrau <laughs> Contrarian Proletarians damn it, I messed it up. It's Okay, we're, that's gonna
0: happen a bunch of times. We'll get it in post. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, Mark, thank you for joining us. This is our second week of our guest month that we're having. Um, and Mark picked the ep- picked the movie for this uh, episode, and it's a it was pretty good. It was pretty damn good. Uh, thank you so much
1: for having me. Big, long time, first time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I I was really happy when you uh, asked if I would be interested, and I. I think I Nick, you can remind me. I think I, I had the movie almost
0: immediately. It was the first message that you responded with. You had the movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. You you had it ready to go, <laughs> um, and it was it. This this is like the most per, the most perfect movie um, for this show that we have because it touches on leftist politics. Um, it wasn't well received. It, it kind of just faded into the ether, um, but it is good despite that.
2: Yeah, so um, this film is uh, the 2011 film In Time, directed by Andrew Nichol, who um, a lot of people might know him for the film Gattaca and the Nick Cage film uh, Lord of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a dystopian future where people live to the age of 25 plus one year, uh, and after that they can buy and sell more time, uh, it stars Justin Timberlake, Amanda Seyfried, uh, Killian Murphy, uh, Vincent Kartheiser, Collins Penny, Alex Pettifer, Olivia Wilde, uh, Johnny Galecki, aka Mr. Big Bang Theory, and uh, yes. and Matt Boomer, uh, Mr. Suits. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was like, "Where is this guy from?" That's right. <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah, he did look. He did have one of those faces. He um just familiar, and I kind of couldn't place him until just now um also in the
2: magic Mike films which shout out maybe we should one day do magic Mike xxl i think that was poorly received i
1: thought the point of the show was uh to talk about movies that uh everyone didn't already love (laughs) yes yeah i
2: mean i think people really dislike the first well they people love the first magic Mike, but i think people dislike the second one i can't get a read on it i mean i know like most like middle-aged women love both of them um but I think the second one was more poorly received, maybe.
0: And left and leftist fail sons love both of them too. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. More importantly,
0: so before we uh, before we dive into end time here, let's set aside some of our own time, and uh, Mark can introduce himself, uh, talk about his politics a little bit.
1: So I uh, uh, am currently a member of Greater Baltimore DSA. Um, oh, yeah, we've been. Uh, Recovering from the National Convention, which uh, I'm sure will make sense to uh, exactly 60,000 members of the uh, proletarian contrarian audience.
3: Um,
1: uh, I kind of got started in politics uh, kind of like as a shitty armchair baby Marxist who had read the manifesto and nothing else. And, you know, just why can't we all have health care or education? Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, I, I, I don't even know how I got a copy of Peter Kropotkin's An Appeal to the Young. And from then... Until relatively recently, it's just been all anarchism all the time. Uh, and over the course of the last, you know, couple of years, it's been, uh, I, I, I don't, I, w- I wouldn't say I'm, I'm not an anarchist. I would say that I've, you know, added uh, a healthier study of Marxism into my anarchism uh, to become the uh, superior leftist who knows more than you and has read more than you. Uh <laughs>
2: That's, that's probably true every, in case that's, of me and
1: Nick, yeah.
0: That's that's every leftist that exists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh,
1: I, yes, I do own the uh, mandatory DSA flat cap. Yes, I do have a beard. Um, uh, yes, I am obnoxious on Twitter. Uh, all the stereotypes are true.
0: Way to be. I, th- and I, I think um, you you were the one that gave me appeal to the young, and that's how I read it first. It was from you. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you I think when we met... Um, Side note for our audience: All three of us went to the same college, but these two didn't know each other. I'm the only guy, with, I'm the connecting tissue here. Yes, um, up, up until this episode, but um, but yeah, Mark was definitely one of the most left people that I knew, and he was one of the more radicalizing forces in my own life. So uh, thank you for that, by the way. I, I uh, do what f- I thank can. you for thank you for ruining my life. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so that that that's why we picked him. He's he's good candidate for uh, this type of show. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, So yeah, in time, um, 37% Rotten Tomato score, 53% audience score, both of which are much lower than this movie deserves. Well, I think that that's
1: a really good example of the ways uh, that have been proven recently with Marvel movies about how uh, there's a conspiracy uh, to (laughs) artificially (laughs) deflate the scores of really good, important movies on... uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, I think that this is another example of the capitalist cabal that rules our lives, uh, trying to make sure that we do not get exposed to the uh, very, very good politics
0: of this movie. Yeah, they um, they want to give us the anodyne, apolitical Marvel stuff, um, and we eat it up like the pigs we are. So, um, but anyway, enough about Marvel. Uh, the <laughs> In Time In Time uh, made 174 million against a budget of 40 million. Um, domestically, it didn't quite break even. It was only $37.5 I
2: honestly do, though, think it is a conspiracy. Like, uh, So this is like, you know, 2011, this is exactly when Occupy Wall Street is in full swing. Um, there are a few other films around this time that are, you know, similar themes and for the most part, you know, poorly received by critics. Um, and, you know, Rotten Tomatoes' algorithm is, is totally bullshit. Like, you can look at stuff um like the the amazon show fleabag has like 40 reviews on rotten tomatoes but and and of those they're all fresh so it has like a hundred percent rating like 40 that's it you know an amazon tv show yeah i was just
0: gonna say what is fleabag
2: oh it's it's uh it's uh uh what's her name uh phoebe waller bridge it's a it's a tv show two seasons uh british tv show amazon original uh kind of like about her life and she does shitty things and has sex with a priest um it's good but like it's 40 reviews on rotten tomatoes that's it you know like and it's an amazon prime tv show they, they like. There's more than 40 reviews on the internet of this TV show. Like you know, like that. I there's a conspiracy there, and I think that 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 it's evident here as well. Like you know, you can inflate the numbers by making putting 200 or so reviews of a, of a movie that people hate, but then a movie or a TV show you like, you put like 10 reviews, 20 reviews, and they're all positive ones. You cherry pick it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and uh, another another recent event or recent news that just happened that was kind of similar to this general theme of like insider promotion and, um, nothing ever changing in terms of, uh, TV and movies. Uh, the game of Thrones guys, um, people call them like D and D or something like that's their initials. Bennehoff and Weiss, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those, those assholes like they, I was going to say Chris Benoit. I was like, that's, <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> that's okay. Wrong. Game oh, of right.
1: Thrones would have been so much better if it involved more flying headbutts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: but just the the point is they they recently like got some crazy good contract to to work with Netflix for like to make like three new un like unannounced TV shows or something and um that is despite the poor reception of the 8th season of Game of Thrones and that is despite their idea for like a Confederate uh what if the Confederate States of America had won the
2: Civil oh, War TV yeah, show. Yeah, the HBO show. That was canceled thankfully because of this Netflix yes. deal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: I don't know. I wasn't really going anywhere with that. Just like
2: that—that—that's all to say,
0: this meritocracy um, very clearly does not exist, and very clearly does not exist, especially in TV and film.
1: Well, something that I think is really interesting about this is like 2011. Now, now, granted, i was wasn't—I wasn't paying attention at the time. I, uh, but was mm-hmm. that was near around the time where uh, Justin Timberlake brought sexy back, um, yes. I believe. <laughs> yep. And yes. so he would have been a hot commodity, you know, oh, yeah. even in the mm-hmm. lead up to that. Yes. And so, first of all, like forty million dollars is not like for a, a a movie like that's not much, right? Like that's that's a it's, relatively it's small really budget.
2: Piddles, yeah, for for yeah. especially for a sci-fi blockbuster, piddles. Yeah, I mean, it could easily they could have spent a hundred million on God knows what, but they chose forty. I mean, that's incredible. It is yeah. really incredible mm-hmm. that this movie was made for forty million dollars. And and like that's what makes it like the fact that it it ended up making
1: you know what more than four times the amount of money that they yeah yeah they put into it like that's mm-hmm. it's it's a, that's a remarkable success if this was a sci-fi or like a, a horror movie like saw or something like that you know that's the entire you know horror movie model right is it costs nothing right. to make the people who like it really like it and yep. uh you know the uh what's it called the 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 margins you make you might it might only make 80 million dollars but you spent 10 on it so it's fine right um and yeah. so it's interesting that like if if this movie was came out in twenty eleven, it probably was like you know started development what two thousand nine two thousand ten oh, probably really? yeah mm-hmm. you know and it came out like right during the height like the height of occupy was was during twenty eleven. It's bizarre that this movie mm-hmm. did not get the attention that uh, it it really should have. It like not to be all conspiratorial and stuff, but it it is <laughs> it, it is a little weird that like. A movie that came out mm-hmm. about inequality and how the capitalist class is uh, exploiting your time uh, it came out during the the resurgence of the American left for the first time since you know the the Iraq War protests, and it barely made a blip.
0: Maybe the left was too busy doing praxis to go see movies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's We're
2: actually probably somewhat true too. i don't know <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know Just, but yeah you're right because like uh the whole cast like amanda seyfried was very big at the time oh um, yeah killian mm-hmm. murphy was was big because he was coasting on the the nolan dark knight movie uh right. fame uh olivia wilde was huge at the time uh, johnny Galecki, big bang theory um was very big
2: I mean, there's the only reason that people like Matt Boomer and Alex Petty and Johnny Galecki are in this movie is because they were big at that time on TV yeah. or in other movies. Like it's really like these people. And for Alex Pettyfer, I really can't think of a single thing he's done since. And Matt Boomer, I don't think Suits is on anymore. I, I don't could think be so wrong. with that. But he's um, been in a couple of
1: uh, I've seen I've like seen his face for a hot second in like a couple of things. If you put a gun to my head, I couldn't think of him right now. Yeah.
2: But again, like this is the height of all of these people's career uh, and then just nothing. It's yeah. No, this is Procon's first conspiracy is that the <laughs> powers that be the, the Hollywood cabal uh, tanked in time. They paid off all of their reviewers to give it a negative review. It's it's actually wild that it was made at all to be. Honest. It was spiked. Yeah. Like this
0: Procon is going conspiratorial Uh, the day after Jeffrey Epstein died. So very, very <laughs> fitting. Uh, We do have a review from Slate here um, by Dana Stevens. Um, Stevens writes, On the page, Nicole's premise sounds cerebral and edgy, like something out of a Philip K. Dick novel, but in time never takes advantage of the opportunities for political allegory or social critique that its story affords. The action proceeds sluggishly with random bursts of violence. These people don't do a lot with their precariously... With their preciously guarded lifespans other than compare the rapidly diminishing digits on their wrists and make plays on words revolving t- involving time. there are a few laugh lines, but for the most part they seem unintentional. Four minutes for a cup of coffee complains Timberlake in one scene
2: uh, wrong fake wrong. news yeah. yes yeah, yes no, it's, all, it's <laughs> all wrong I don't like I, it's, it never takes advantage of the opportunities for political allegory or social critique like what fucking movie were you watching I don't like I don't understand.
1: Uh, that, that's the poll quote they use and not, uh, let's see, what are the ones that I wrote down? Uh, if you're looking for stolen time, why don't you arrest everyone here? Yes. <laughs> the only thing that matters was the time he brought with him. <laughs>
0: like, um, ugh,
1: wrong. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, no, um, like we, we, we love pulling shitty reviews for this, um, for these episodes.
2: Uh, yeah. it's, it's no fun if I just get one that's accurate. So, <laughs> Um, So then Stevens continues, maybe part of this movie's essential flimsiness has to do with the fact that everyone in sight is not just 25 years old, but as slim and attractive, attractive as if they've just walked out of an LA health food store. There's an occasional child here and there, but no gray hair, no wrinkled foreheads, not even any schlumpy clothes. Apparently, even in the hard scrabble time ghettos of the future, everyone can afford to spend their hard earned minutes at diesel. That vision of the future as an extended jeans commercial could have been the starting point for a critique on our culture's fear of aging, but we never learn why the invisible powers that be first decided to institute this cruel form of its time based capitalism oh my god so who cares i don't care i don't like i just i don't care that we don't learn why the central of this movie exists like that's most of sci-fi literature and media you don't understand why the thing happened the thing just happened and now we have to live with the repercussions or the characters have to live with the repercussions more than that, they do
1: explain it. I mean, you do see it. Yeah. You see the fact that, you know, all the people in the ghetto are like jealously looking at their children's, you know, forearms to like, Oh, right. I wish yeah. I had that year I could pay off all my bills. Right. You you hear the fact that uh the main character Will is only like twenty seven, twenty eight years old, but he looks like he's twenty five, mm-hmm. and like the whole creep like the, the opening scene where he's like really creepy talking with his mom because yeah. and it's like it's creepy <laughs> yes. just because he's referring to Olivia Wilde who, you know
0: Hello, mommy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just that. a
1: little bizarre. And, like, they talk about her being 50 as, like, oh, isn't this, a like, a, a great thing? And then yeah. you discover over the course of the movie that, like, you know, uh, the only people who are older than that are, like, I think there's a, a woman uh, who is a sex worker who is implied to be 60 years old. Yeah, there, There's yep, the Layla, cop who's 70. You know? And then mm. everyone else is, like, over 100 because they're uh, sci-fi capitalist vampires that live yeah, right. only by sucking on living labor and live the longer the more living labor it sucks like th- that is just blatantly missing the point of the movie <laughs> Yeah, yes. yeah
0: it's it, it's a visual metaphor because like you, youth is perpetuated by stealing the youth of other people by right. stealing the time and the, right. the the labor of other people um if it would it would be so out of place and it would break the metaphor if there was gray hair in this movie right. yeah this, this is a movie that needs only young people and it needs young, only young people to like for it to work at all
2: yeah Yep. Yeah. This was also a, um, a complaint that the CinemaSins guy had. I watched that oh my because God. I watched a pirated version of this on YouTube, folks. If Hell you yeah, want to watch too. this movie, there's a pirated version on uh, on YouTube that's backwards and a little zoomed <laughs> yes. in. Uh, now, now both of you should be ashamed
1: of yourselves and should go and uh, give to our techno overlord Jeff Bezos the $15 it takes to buy this on Amazon Prime. So that way you can watch it with your friends anytime you want. Yes. I don't know 15
0: though
1: <laughs> Jeff Bezos for... take
0: take 15 minutes off my life, please so uh, I I mean, you wanna,
1: you want talk about uh, a capitalist vampire who is uh, grinding your time into money, <laughs> CinemaSins, or Jeff Bezos or she... Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> okay one, one of the same
3: <laughs>
2: Yep. So when we realize hey i've I've never heard Jeff Bezos speak, so you he know it might be CinemaSins
0: <laughs> yeah and we have one more piece here from we have one more passage here from the Stevens piece. And though there's a vaguely socialist theme of wealth redistribution running through the film, it's never clear what the final goal is for the tomb time ba- for the two time bandits in love. Are they looking to abolish the time is money system altogether or just eke out a few more years for the downtrodden? That ambiguity is the fucking point like that's the, that's the reason it ends openly.
1: <laughs> Real left calm hours. They have not abolished the wage form yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, Yeah. that got me riled. That got me riled up. (laughs) I mean, you know, I
2: get her point. If you're a very literal person and you're you're watching this film, and you know, I think most people are conditioned to watch film in a very literal way and not look for you know and look for like kind of pat endings and such. So yeah, it it leaves on a cliffhanger of sorts, or at least leaves itself to you know larger interpretation. But I, I don't know, I guess most people probably don't want to see that, so I, I get what she's saying, but at the same time, like, I don't know, who fucking cares, like, there's so much to delve into this film, there's so much to parse mm. through, like, this is really what you're going to get a hang, hung up on, like, come on.
0: Yeah, I mean, this movie was as apolitical as it could have been, given the given the plot, mm-hmm. Um and and even dis- even for that, like the the politics and the and the socioeconomic um, themes of it kind of did leak leak out through the edges, um, to its benefit. But but yeah, it's like to 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 mention to mention wealth redistribution in your review and then to to end with that just just seems bonkers. Did she
1: not watch like the last thirty minutes of the movie where like maybe they, not they explicitly <laughs> deal with the fact that they try to like just redistribute the wealth as like some kind of like uh you know time based bonnet gang or bonnie and clyde or something like that. Yeah, right. And uh the 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 owning class just I apologize, my microphone just almost got knocked off the couch because my cat has decided to shove himself behind my computer. <laughs> <laughs> um this is good to sustain in. Uh but the oh, yeah. you know like the the they explicitly try that of like just pure distribution and discover, oh, you can't do that. And so instead their solution is, you know, how do we dump so much time into, you know, the ghetto time zones, or the ghetto sections of the, you know, the, the, the horrifying sci-fi world to cause the entire system to collapse? They're, they're dealing with like arbitrage and like systems theory or, or something. It, it explicitly, uh, you know, says that like an insurrectionist mode of resistance against the system is not possible. It is not able to destroy the system. It will require, you know, an organized mass collective action in order to mm-hmm. bust down the system.
0: I mean, I, I could I could very easily see how that would that would go over someone's head who isn't well versed in in socialist theory. <laughs> That's, not, no, not not to like, not to not to speak down to this reviewer, but um. That that reading could could definitely pass people by.
1: Uh, after the revolution, she will be uh, they'll be made to uh, uh, sit in in their education camp. Read uh, all of uh, all of Capital Volume One. They'll have to re- uh, read Ernest Mandel's uh, From Class Society to Communism, and, and uh, maybe we'll we'll end with uh, Lenin's uh, Imperialism: The Highest Stage of Capitalism. And then maybe then maybe she can watch this again,
2: or they can watch this again and decide. <laughs> then
0: maybe they can they can get to the the deep texts
2: of in time (laughs) oh definitely yeah so folks uh if you haven't read those texts you can log off now because you won't understand (laughs) anything we're about to say
0: (laughs) it's true um so yeah let's dive into the plot of this movie um because there's nothing we really dislike about this movie is there
2: (sighs) Mm, not really
1: the pacing like, it, it, it could have, it, I, I think this movie either, like, the platonic ideal of this movie is is either, like, uh, a series of vignettes set in this world or, like, mm-hmm. a movie trilogy mm-hmm. where, like, movie one is yep. dystopia. Movie two is, you know, uh, pretending to be in the, the really wealthy, like, pretending that you're one of the, the, the nouveau rich and everyone kind of knows that you're not like them and yada, yada, yada. And then ends with, like, real insurrectionary hours or something like that. Um, but other than that, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I get the fragmented nature of it because there, there there are, like, a couple different strong threads running through the plot of this movie that individually could have made their own movies or could have made their own little plot lines in, in a series of vignettes. Um, but even considering that, it, it does a fair job at kind of, like, smoothly transitioning into each different phase. Um, it, it all connects. It, it doesn't feel super disjointed, but it, it feels it feels different enough that um I, I did notice what you what you were talking about too.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other loathsome content. Uh oh, here's one. Uh it portrays a cop as a good guy at the end cuz he decides, uh oh, can't be a cop. I can't be a time cop
0: anymore. But he becomes a class trader. Yeah. Or no, no, he not a class trader, but he 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 I guess he is the class trader. So like he he can't be redeemed.
1: Yeah. Well, and and yeah. like do we really want to be inculcating the new the new leftists that are coming up as as the as the DSA surges forward and as we uh you mm. know as, establish the uh the, the the death panels that everyone was afraid of and, and you know we, we <laughs> yes. uh install Barack Obama as the god emperor of America? Um yes. you know, uh do we want to be convincing these young impression impressionable socialists that
2: police are just gonna be like, Yeah, you know what, you're right. The system is bad.
0: It's- <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is true.
2: I, I didn't go to the DSA convention, but how did those resolutions about cops go over? <laughs> um, so I, I was not
1: there either. I watched the live stream for as much as I could. Um, mm. uh, I believe they. I, I think they. The the one saying that like, uh, like national wasn't going to tell locals what they could do about cops. I think that passed. And if I'm correct. The one, the other one was like referred to, because the other one was like anyone who's involved in the law, lo- like the legal process can't, you know, can't participate. Yeah. And the issue with that was like, uh, uh, some people have, in some chapters have been supporting progressive prosecutors, right? As right. a as a yes. way of cha- kind of like challenging, um, uh, like the cash bail system and you know drug charges and things like that. And so it, it's really. I, I do not remember if that one passed or not. I can spend uh, about 20 minutes of uh, mic time uh, scrolling through <laughs> <laughs> my documents to, to see if I can find that out, but I imagine that's not the most thrilling yeah. radio.
0: No. Well, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about DSA cops in Austin, we know all about that, apparently. <laughs> right. Um, <but>
1: so, <laughs> and that, that's why I would like to bring on our other guest, uh, uh, Danny Fatante. Danny <laughs> Fatante. Hey, hey, come on over in. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, as I dropped dead! Oh um, no! <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So, in time, um, to be to be conscious of our listeners' time, let's get back to in time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the movie the movie starts off where we're given a quick introduction to the the world of of in time. Um, the time frame is kind of vague. It, it's just in the future. Um, familiar familiar enough that they there are still recognizable buildings, clothing, cars, all that stuff, but definitely not. Not ten minutes in the future, kind of thing. I would think. um In the the conceit of the movie, IMDb
2: said it was like twenty one forty one, or at least that was his birth date. That was Justin Timberlake's character's. Uh, oh, did he? Will Salas's birthday twenty one forty one. But I don't know where IMDb got that information from. There are no sources on IMDb trivia, so uh, I don't sure. know. Fuck it.
1: I think, I think the TV tropes page. <laughs> Hell yeah. uh, <laughs> the time like the year that it it starts in but i can't find that uh so okay i i think it was something like 2016 10, 2061 2060 something but that okay. doesn't sound right um so i, I think i think the it, it seems like it was like a it, it was actually kind of like a cool amount of in the future but not too in the future or like yeah, in the future exactly but like mm-hmm. retro future or
3: exactly yeah, it, it
1: wasn't trying to be showy about it it was just trying to be uh, you know, matter of fact, yeah. Just it, it wasn't like trying to go with a full black mirror, but it was kind of doing like a soft black mirror
0: almost. And um, it took place in Texas, I believe, right? Like the the map that we see at several points throughout um, oh, the that movie. Texas? I th- I thought it was like maybe it, no, you know what? I mean, it's filmed in L.A. I was no, no, no. I I was watching the mirrored version, so I thought. I thought the body of water they kept showing was the Gulf of Texas. Was the Gulf of... No, it's uh, Mexico. (laughs) The Gulf of Mexico. (laughs) The the Gulf that's connected to Texas. Nick has been revealed as a Texas
1: imperialist hoping to (laughs) invade and take over all of the Gulf of Mexico.
0: Texas imperialist uh, DSA cop. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah, let's say LA. I mean, it's fantasy LA. Everyone's beautiful. Everyone's young. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Um... The climate definitely. The climate of the movie definitely kind of supports that in the in the geography that we see. God, pour one
1: out for uh, for Killian Murphy wearing that uh, leather duster the entire yes. movie. <laughs> yes, running around like that. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, the fashion's on point in general. Like, there's the uh, everybody, all the rich people wear like the uh, the the double breasted suits, but they have like eight buttons. It's mm. and yeah, it's just absurd.
0: And, like, the, all, the, all the women wear, like, prom dresses all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. It's,
2: uh, yeah.
1: A really cool little piece of world building that I saw was mm-hmm. uh, when Sylvia was running around uh, in, at the end of the movie after they've, they've gone back to, you know, Will's home after they've kind of, like, started their Bonnie and Clyde stuff. is She's wearing, like, um, it looks like a, like a big long glove, except it doesn't have a hand. It's just, like, a, a forearm cover. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because she was covering up her time. Yeah, because yep. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's gauche. Maybe you know you you don't want just random people saying like oh my god that person's got a year. Like oh my god that person's got. Da, 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 da.
0: Yeah, it was it yeah. was kind of sh- showing your time was kind of presented as like a mild faux pas. Like you don't want to just like whip it out. Mm-hmm, you right. and, 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 and you don't look at other people's unless you're trying to be invasive. Only new money does that.
3: <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> uh, should we so, explain the money thing and the time? <laughs> yes. I guess we haven't actually done that yet it makes sense well, to us but <laughs> we don't
0: we don't need to because everyone lives with that oh. in a
3: world oh.
0: where your ability to
1: live <laughs> is dependent on your ability to perform profitable labor for capitalists
0: <laughs> but literally yes like that that is what this movie is about <laughs> because yeah every, everyone has a a digital clock in their forearm um tracking the amount of time they have left and once you turn 25 um, the clock starts I, I believe you are you are granted one full year yeah one full year after you turn mm-hmm. 25 and then um, working performing labor um, being born rich being born rich you, you can be being given the time you can increase your time um, beyond the year and beyond and theoretically you c- it can go up to it can never end um, but once your clock hits zero um, you die presumably of like some kind of heart attack induced um, induced, affliction
2: yeah you can also die of like uh drinking yourself to death you can die of just any kind of cause basically you can be shot to death stuff like that that still affects you
1: you become a lobster you're like biologically immortal or something like that you can still be wounded and if you can't build up the amount of energy necessary to molt out of your shell then you die
0: or yeah. a Tolkien elf, you can be killed, but you can't <laughs> die of old age. It's well, no, don't, then you go
1: to the lands in the west, and you get a
0: new body. I
3: thought.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over that—that oh, that takes a lot of time. But yes, that, that has happened, I believe, twice in the in the mythos. So, no, no, Lord of the Rings talk. We'll, we'll,
2: we'll, we'll yeah, this is now the proletarian Tolkien. Oh, <laughs> abolish hey, nice. the elf system. <laughs> All power to the orcs.
0: We will have to do the Hobbit trilogy at some point. Oh,
2: Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know if Just, I can do that for me, for me. Someone else can be the the co-host on that one. I some thought you'd... Mark, Mark would, Mark would do that with me. Yeah. You would have that one.
1: I thought you guys did, uh, good movies that people thought were bad, not bad movies that everyone agrees are bad. <laughs>
2: well, yeah,
0: we have to make it's, some it's, allowances it's kind of here and there.
2: Yeah, it is. It is.
0: Um, so back to in time and away from Tolkien, um, yeah, so we we in, we're introduced to the protagonist Will uh Salas and his mother um
2: Rachel Olivia, Ra- Rachel. Rachel Yeah, Rachel, yeah. Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Wilde aka Rachel Salas, yeah.
0: And immediately we kind of um we kind of disprove the the Stephen's review from Slate because like we're we're introduced to this two people who who look the same age, like very conventionally attractive, very fit people um and that sets a really kind of off tone for the relationships for all the like the relationships of these people who are ostensibly different ages um but it works very well it 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 presents this world that is recognizable but um it just feels kind of uncomfortable given given the disparity in age but complete similarity in appearance
1: there's a there's a great line later in the movie uh where uh vincent kartizer the the guy who plays like one of the 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 capitalist class is, says something like you're asking yourself is she my wife is she my daughter is she my mother yeah if things were less complicated back then or something like that <laughs> and that is hanging yeah, over this movie <laughs> in an impressive way
2: yep. it's very incestuous yeah. <laughs> okay. everybody has their facebook status due. it's complicated <laughs> yeah. and With they all fuck else. each other uh is... you, you know how you know
0: how there are a bunch of um a bunch of think pieces that are going around that saying like, Oh, if you're Polly, that's just like bourgeois decadence or whatever. Like that kind of, like. I get that energy from, from
1: <laughs> a lot of the relationships here. Oh no. I, I think the, the closer thing is like all the, the conversations about like Leonardo DiCaprio is like nearing on 40, 50 and only dates yes. people who are 24. So we were watching yes. this yesterday and uh, my partner Molly was like, wait a second. Uh, the Mr. Weiss character says, is like, says he's 125 uh yeah. his daughter says that she's like 27 or something like that that means that he had a kid when he was like 80 how old was his wife what's going yeah. on here you're you yeah. get you get very into what was the whole twilight thing about like he's a 200 year old vampire and she's right 16 <laughs> yeah. uh right very similar oh, vibes
0: it's, 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 but again all, all of that kind of um that kind of goes on beneath the surface and like the casual viewer wouldn't really do the math of the ages matching up and everything but presenting young 25 year old olivia wilde as young 25 year old justin timberlake's mother definitely gets that across very quickly very effectively um in a visual sense playing up that metaphor um yeah we we don't need old people in this movie yeah no boomers.
2: Yeah. Um, yep. They do a real boomers who get jobs. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) In in fact, I'm
1: pretty sure what this movie was telling us is if we got rid of all the boomers, if like we put them on a raft and put them out to sea, then everything would be fine for the rest of us. Uh, Because I'm pretty sure the boomers are the capitalists in this metaphor. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's true. Uh, I really liked Uh, the way that. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to dive in deeper than no no that. go take go oh, take i was over. gonna take say so as, as part of this conceit they do this uh the main character is living in this i think it's area 12 or something like that it's there Yeah, it's a time zone and you can go into different time zones where you know prices are different and it costs a certain amount of time to get into it and so they kind of deal with the space of this area i don't think they ever establish where they are it's like the the, the ghetto is called dayton daytown uh, yes. and the, 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 big rich people city is new Greenwich, like the Greenwich, you know, like the yep. time, meantime, time. uh, and, and so they do a really interesting, like segregation of, uh, money through space and the way that like space represents yep. that. I thought that was also a really interesting, um, take that this movie had.
0: And another small thing that adds to that is, um, once, once Justin Timberlake or what Will Salas gets his money, um, and he he goes into New Greenwich. Um, he goes through multiple checkpoints where he has to pay increasing amounts of money to even even enter the city. Uh, it, it wasn't just one checkpoint. It was this. It it sets up the idea of like this gradation of um of class and this gradation of of barriers. Uh, very much like that. What's that uh, Kafka story? Um, the bef- before the before the door before the oh, gate. Oh
2: yeah, the bug one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> not the bug. <laughs> bu- <laughs>
0: It's, it's, it's like three pages long. It's, um, before the gate or something. And it's like the, the, it's like this, this metaphor, this allegory, the, the man gives everything he has and he waits years and years and years with this watchman in front of the gate. And by the time his, his time's up, by the time he's dying, the, the watchman, um, who hasn't aged at all? Looks down and says, "It doesn't matter what you give me. It doesn't matter what you could ever have given me. Even if you ever got past me, there's someone even more powerful behind me, and someone more powerful behind him. At infinitum, and I'm gonna shut the gate now. And then like that's, I don't know. We'll we'll look up the we'll look up the title. Yeah. We'll put it in the yeah. show notes. For so that cool. you're telling yeah.
2: me it's it's the meme. Uh, don't talk to me or my son ever again. Okay. Got gotcha. yeah, it. Gotcha. Don't talk to me or my time ever again." <laughs>
0: Before the law, that's what it is. Before the law, Before by Franz Kafka. Law. Cool. Read it, folks. It's like three pages
2: long. Um, reading is haram. I'm on that side. <laughs> but I'm on that side of Procon.
1: So my my book that I would I would liken this to uh, comes from kind of like the the inciting incident the the thing that kind of kicks off the plot is our our Will Salis uh, is at a bar with his his best friend. Uh, uh johnny big bang theory and <laughs> um uh this guy is just buying drinks and they look over at his army he's got a century and everyone there only like barely has like a day or barely has two days yeah. or something like that and he tries to save him and from some gang members who try to kill him the Minutemen because they steal minutes the minute from people. yeah and he gives will all of his time because he's Tired is the way that he thinks about it. He's just like, I'm done. I've like, I've, I've, I've had enough life. This, this doesn't mean anything to me anymore. And so, here, have, have my over a hundred years. Um, and that really reminded me a lot of uh, uh, God Bless You, Mr. Rosewater by Kurt Vonnegut, where like the, the, okay. the big inciting incident is like all of a sudden a person in the ghetto has more money than he's supposed to, and the powers that be can't, can't stand yeah. to have that happen. That's a bad thing because. The, the balance that they're trying to maintain in order to prevent capitalist collapse uh uh is upset and so like that's that's where I think it, it i think it was in one of like the the commercials or something like that his crime wasn't stealing time it was giving it away and like uh right. <laughs> the the plot of god bless you mr rosewater is very similar to that there's like a rich guy who just gives his money away all the time and like a bunch of you know capitalists are trying to like get in between him and his money because you can't money isn't for poor
0: people money is for other rich people like us god damn this movie has so much in it It has so many touchdowns (laughs) to like literary classics Um, yeah and and overall i I was getting very heavy um like philip k dick or william gibson vibes from Mm -hmm. the especially the seedy part of the the ghetto that they lived in
2: yeah well and that's interesting you know that you mentioned that because so harlan ellison another Mm. genre writer actually sued new regency pictures Because uh, there were some similarities of plot and characters to his short story. Repent Harlequin, said the TikTok man, which is an amazing title. Um, (laughs) So there was timekeepers in his short story. And there are these characters of the timekeepers in this film who are basically time cops. Um, Now, he he dropped the lawsuit because he was allowed to see the film before it it premiered and he was like, nah, like, this is nothing like my short story. Never mind." Or maybe he thought it actually sucked. And he was like, actually, I don't want to be associated with this movie at all. Um, But, you know, it, it, again, this is, these are all, these are all genre conventions and it it, it makes sense that there's so many different touchstones for this film. And I think this Mm -hmm. is what people don't like about films like this um, where, you know, it's, it's a fairly simple conceit, um, but people want something, you know, new and inventive and you know they want it to be made by a maverick filmmaker which you know to some extent i would say andrew Nichol is a maverick filmmaker he makes you know fairly left-wing films in in an industry that is is pretty right-wing as much as the Mm -hmm. right-wing would love to say you know hollywood is liberal elites you know the liberal in so much that like liberal means you know uh center right basically um so That's yeah. not what they mean, though. Yeah. That's, <laughs> obviously, no, that is not what Trump means when he uh, stops the movie, uh, The Hunt, from being made, right? Or, or from oh, being yeah. um, released by Universal Pictures. Um, I would say this, this movie is about as subtle in its politics
1: as, like, They Live by John Carpenter is, right? You know, right, yes. In that it is just yeah. very upfront about the fact that, like, you know, there, there is a system here that does not care about you individually and, in fact, profits by your misery uh and again it's it's remarkable
0: that this got made um <laughs> i don't know yeah no it <laughs> it is and um i i think one of the things that can turn off a, cer- a certain flavor of nerd is if a metaphor is too obvious yeah um i i don't agree with that because some some metaphors are obvious and some metaphors need to be some obvious metaphors do need to be told and they can make for great stories but um the, the, there's a certain flavor of nerd, like, especially of the TV Tropes variety, who who would prefer... Um, this troper. The, yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> Those tropers prefer, prefer <laughs> to elevate world building above story and characterization, which which we don't like here. Um, even, even if I kind of do understand, like, why they would say that. It's shocking. Uh,
1: the main character's last name is literally the Latin word salt, which was the origin of the word salary. Will, yeah. salus, like, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, to me, the little things like that that are hidden in here should be should be the reason why why people who uh, get really pedantic and, and, and nerdy about things should love this movie.
0: Yeah, because they they don't come out and say, "Hey, kids, salus means uh, salus means salt," which which relates to the Roman <laughs> yeah. practice of paying their infantrymen with salt. But um, Will
1: Salaryman is going to go
0: up <laughs> against the system, <laughs> and he did. Um, so the. One of the things I like about Will's character is he, hes like a good person. Um, like he—he—he he, he cares about his like other people. Um, I forget the guy—the the guy with a hundred years. His name—it's—it's it's Matt Bomer, Har- Harry Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Henry Hamilton. He—he um, he almost gets killed by the Minutemen, the organized gang that um, that forcibly take people's time. And Will uh, goes out of his way to save him, and he helps him escape. I mean, ostensibly, at to like to. In pursuit of no reward because like he doesn't ask him for anything even though he gets 100 years out of it um but it's it was it was kind of cool to see a just like a a good guy who also uh steals from rich people
1: will flush with cash uh uh first tries to do some good he goes and tells his best friend johnny big bang uh Mm -hmm. that oh you've been my friend for 10 years here's 10 years uh and and the first the first scene we see Johnny Bing Bang in uh, he's putting out like vodka or grain alcohol or something into, into his four minute cup of coffee um, and uh, so it's it's heavily implied that he's uh, an alcoholic and he then looks back at his, his wife and newborn kid and is like oh yeah one minute I'm just gonna I'm gonna just go do something real quick and runs off and then Will goes and he tries to, to find his, his mom and, and give his mom you know enough enough time that she doesn't need to worry anymore right and uh uh flashback uh she had given him thirty minutes for lunch that day,
0: and then we're introduced to um the the price the deliberate price fixing and price fluc- right. the deliberate price fluctuation because she's gonna take her her daily bus home from work um but in, and she only has like an hour and a half on her uh, but the 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 fare which had been an hour presumably since she's been using the bus it was suddenly spiked to two hours so she can't right. get on the bus and it takes it's a two-hour walk to get back to her apartment and she only has an hour and a half left so like we're i don't know that 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 sets the stage for the the fixed economy um yeah and also it kills her there
1: was a great shot uh right as she's turning and getting onto the bus of the the little like uh uh, payday loan place that she's she's getting the time because she she just paid off all of her loans and she's taking out a, another loan for an hour and a half. Uh, of right after as she's leaving and turning around to go to her bus, the the gate closing ominously and <laughs> like yes. if 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 you hadn't seen the movie before, you know exactly what's going to happen just because of how specifically the gate comes down. I I really I thought that that was like a really uh. A really powerful little shot that was just kind of like buried in there, but I really liked
0: that. So yeah, she dies, and she she dies in in Will's arms because he he couldn't get to her in time to give her some of the years that he had accumulated. Um, so with nothing left to keep him in the in the ghetto, he he purchase he purchases his way into um New Greenwich, New Greenwich.
2: Yeah. So as we said, he has to go through multiple checkpoints. I think he gives like a few years. To get into New Greenwich,
0: it
1: was like one month to get out of the ghetto, and then yeah. it was like two months to get into like. And that was time zone twelve, and then it was like two months to get into time zone eight, and then it was right. over a year yep. to get into New Greenwich.
0: It it definitely sets up the the multi tiered society. Um, I guess we don't really see many middle class people in this movie. Um, no, they skip we over the s- zones, mm-hmm. which which is which is to the movie's benefit. It it it's a nice tight like hour forty five minutes. Um, we don't we don't linger on anything. But again, if we're going back to our idea of like a, a mini series or, or many a, a multi movie uh, series, then um, that that
2: is certainly fertile ground that isn't even touched in this movie. And uh, like we said, the the film is shot in L.A., so the rich area of uh, New Greenwich is uh, is the proxy. There is Century City, Malibu, and Bel Air. Um, so some of the more wealthy areas of Los Angeles, and then the uh, Dayton area. The the poor area is the downtown Los Angeles area with the with the uh, landmark of the uh, the Sixth Street Viaduct. Which if anybody's seen Terminator Two, you know you you've seen that structure before.
0: And wasn't that also in um, Repo Man?
2: Repo Man as well. Uh, I mean, countless films.
0: And I I couldn't tell, but did did they use like different color grading for the ghetto and for New Greenwich? Yeah. So it almost uh, looked like they did.
2: Yeah. The the ghetto is more of like a red, earthy tone. And then the the New Greenwich area is more of like a blue, green, gray, kind of like, you know, sterilized.
0: And this can be our uh, film term for this episode, uh, color grading.
2: Yeah, uh color grading. So, uh Yeah, what is yeah. that? What is, that, <laughs> what is uh, that? Film expert Lewis. You could do it in numerous ways. So, you can do um, in terms of like, if you know, especially before digital, what you would do is you would put um, kind of like these, these covers over your, your lighting. So you'd put kind of um, these pieces of what looks like cellophane basically over your lights. And that would just give it a different color and tone. And, and sure. people still do that even with digital. Um, but with, with digital editing, you can just basically put like a color scale on a shot. And make it look, you know, washed out red, washed out right. green. I mean, green's a big one in like horror films. You see that a lot, like the Saw yeah. movies, um, or yeah. even again the similar tones to like what we see here in this film for the the rich area. You'll you'll see in a lot of horror films to make it more like sterile or or give you some kind of like a distortion. Um.
0: I think one of the more obvious and more famous examples that people would know is in the matrix um in the scenes that are, that are shot in the matrix it's shot with like a green color yeah. tone su- yep. suggestive of like a digital screen whereas the real world are shot in a very blue color tone suggestive of right. um the the metal world
2: that they live in
1: oh brother where out there. Was the other big example of that right
2: yeah for sure and yeah. that was the mostly done digital sepia Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That one's more like earthy sepia tone, and it's a harken back to like an earlier uh, style of filmmaking.
0: So yeah, Will Will gets to his blue sepia toned uh, oasis, uh, New New Greenwich. Um, He's flush with cash. He stays in a nice penthouse for the first time. He buys a car. He buys new clothes. He he tips really well, which is good to see.
1: (laughs) Solidarity to uh, service economy.
0: Yes. Uh, and actually, that that raises a question: Do are are even the servers and the chauffeurs and the bodyguards of the rich in New Greenwich are, are they well off themselves too? I mean, or are, are, are they? Do they commute? Are they middle class and they commute into the city right. every day?
2: I was wondering about that, yeah, because there's a scene in, like, the mansion when he goes through the kitchen, and I was mm-hmm. thinking about, like, the kitchen staff, right? Because, like, especially if you have right. kitchen staff, that means they're probably there 24-7 or they're there for a majority of the day if you have an in-house kitchen. So, like, yeah, do, do they live there? Do they get better wages? I'd assume they'd get better wages, a.k.a. better, you know, time. Um, but, yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe it's kind of kind of
2: like a feudal system. Maybe they they they're bonded to individual
0: rich people, or, or they're, they they they're retainers for individual wealthy people, like individual people who hold all the time. I figure it'd be mm.
1: something like that. Like my
0: thought was either that they commuted,
1: but I, commuting is inefficient, and Lord knows if I don't get my muffin uh, at precisely eight oh four every morning, uh, there's going to be hell to right. pay. And so right. uh, I my interpretation was like wasn't ma- maybe I don't think that. In this system, you know, it's it's not one of like open slavery or like open like you're you're bound to this, but I think it's more of like a oh, right. uh like an old style English, you know, middle class servant like that lives in or something like that. Yes. Where it's like, oh yeah, you yeah. get to yes. live in this really fancy world, but you're not of it. You're you're right. the help. Um right. and so they're probably not paid as much, but there's probably like a secondary economy in order to support the economy that's built around like the the Methuselahs, the the immortal people,
0: and what we what we see of the timekeepers, the cops who are called timekeepers, um, they're they're given a per diem wage to live off of. Right. Um, they're and and in the reason Killian Murphy said the reason Killian Murphy gives for that is to dissuade uh, thieves, but obviously that that's a a secondary reason if if it's even in consideration at all, it's to keep them on a tight leash specifically. Um, and I would imagine very much the same is is for the chauffeurs, for the the waiters and waitresses, and for the the bodyguards and all the service workers,
1: yeah. and and they might even mm. have like have it pretty nice. Like you know, again, you're yeah. you're living in a really nice area. You're you're paid well. You get the largess of the wealthy. But that that uh, what they do a really good job of is even though like I think they present like the the waitress at the hotel where he gets like a fancy breakfast or something like that. They portray her as very sympathetic. Yeah. She's like, you're not from around here, right? And like you right. you move too fast. You ate that too fast, and that's how I know that you don't have all the time in the world. Um, yep. and so they portray the, the servant class in these wealthier areas as definitely sympathetic. But I think that even if they're treated well, the system itself is still built on, you know, the mass disenfranchisement and mass, you know, exploitation of, uh, all the poor people in the, the, the poor time zones.
0: Yes. And, um, another, another thing that's touched upon here during Will's, uh, shopping spree is that when he buys a car, um, the cars in this movie are interesting because they're they they look familiar. They look uh, kind of a little bit retro, kind of like a Batman the Animated Series like art deco throwback a little bit. Um but I I, I interpreted them as electric cars or at least non-diesel uh vehicles um mm. because I mean 2011 people the the average cinema goer was aware of what global warming is and how the combustion engine con- can causes or directly causes that um that's another potential spin-off movie like the in, <laughs> yeah. in 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 the rise to this in the rise to this world um how the invi the the oncoming environmental apocalypse had to be forestalled by um i don't know killing all oil executives uh, so there's a yeah. there's a great book
1: called uh four futures by peter phrase. Um, oh, i read that i just read that actually uh, yeah and and, and you, yeah. you definitely get get vibes of like you know maybe maybe these few cities that still exist they're like the last bastions of the wealthy and the rich people and like they're it, Snowpiercer style, they're just keeping the poor people around to, you know, be a reserve army of labor. Um, mm-hmm. uh, something about the cars that I love, there was, I don't know if, if y'all, this stuck out to y'all, but there was a, um, like, just, just a little lovely sound cue every time they opened yes. the doors of, like, the cars depressurizing. Mm. And so, like, yep. even though they're just driving around in a bunch of Dodge Challengers, it's just like, it was like, oh, look at that, and it's just like, <laughs> it was just like a little, yep. little tiny something there that was really fun.
0: So, yeah, Will, Will buys his car, um, and it cost him like what five years to buy uh Uh,
1: we were no it it cost him let me let me consult my chart uh 59 years (laughs) not including
0: yeah yes
2: right
1: um and then
0: uh which is not which is not cheap and uh we i know mark was trying to figure (laughs) out trying to arguably figure out (laughs) the uh the equivalent um the equivalent dollar value for for the different uh units of time yeah because, like, for, for example, a cup of coffee is worth $4, and that's seen as more expensive than usual. I think I
1: think a $4 cup of coffee seemed... Four minute Yeah, a four-minute four cup of coffee, because they were pushing back against that in the beginning of the movie. That's probably, like, a Starbucks fancy cup or some, like, fancy thing, right? Right, um, right. I, I kind of priced the really fancy sports car that he was buying as something that was probably, like, $300,000. And, unfortunately, that doesn't work, because that math, 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 uh, that amounts to about a penny a minute, (laughs) and that doesn't really make sense, um, because we also know that, like, a decent lunch is 30 bucks, we know a six-pack of beer is an hour, we know, you know, the, the, the sweet, uh, the, the, the hotel breakfast was eight and a half weeks, the tip was one Mm. week, and so, I mean, scale up, and, and currencies are a hard thing to establish, but, like, I, the the math is a little squishy, squiffy, but I think that that's kind of the point.
0: Yeah, and um, there, there's even an in movie justification, which is that, like we touched on before, price uh, prices are deliberately um, deliberately adjusted over time, um, up and down, um, strictly like like overtly as like a form of population control.
2: Right, right. And then you could assume they're different per time zone as yeah. well. So yeah.
0: So this is when we meet uh, Philippe. The, the main arguably one of the main villains one of the main the villains
2: stand-in for the main villain yeah the, yeah.
0: the avatar of capital
2: yeah. right right yeah the, so he meets him at a casino is that where they meet it's like a
0: kind of like fancy gentleman's club kind of thing yeah yeah they yeah. playing yes. baccarat or
2: something <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well, yeah. <poker>. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so they meet at this uh this gentleman's club and uh we see that uh, Philippe. I, I think they are playing poker because Philippe has um, his two queens in his hand. We see that, and they keep just upping the ante, and uh, they're all in. And uh, what's his face? Will Salas has like a few seconds left on his clock, um, but he has a, a full house. I think. I, I think I he had not... a straight. A straight. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he has. A, he has a straight. Uh, And he wins, you know, uh, over a century's worth of uh, of time from Philippe. Mm -hmm. But of course, that means nothing to Philippe. Because uh, as as we learn later, Philippe is actually the um, like quick and loan magnet. <laughs> uh, he, he's yes. uh, he, he's he's the Rothschild. Yeah, he he owns um, the, the signs we had seen previously. The place where um, you know, Will Salas' mom gets her loan from—it's called Weiss uh, Lenders or Weiss Loans, something like that. Yep. Um, so basically, he has you know ostensibly all of these loan. Places in every time zone, uh, I, you know, as you can imagine, probably more in the ghetto. It just as like the real world that we live in, uh, you know, Quicken loans and all of those 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 lender uh, businesses. They're highly predatory, and there's a there's a higher, you know, uh, per capita of them in poorer locations. Mm-hmm. Um, and also prominently featured later on um, are pawn shops,
0: um, yeah, mm-hmm. which are really really predatory and you only really see them in in lower income neighborhoods um because of that yeah. um but we also meet uh philippe's daughter um played by amanda seyfried uh what's her name sylvia weiss Yes.
2: Yeah. just uh, uh walking talking uh breathing anime character yes <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, yes running around in five inch heels just to be able to be in the same frame <laughs> as yes justin timberlake <laughs>
2: yes um gigantic eyes that she has in real life but accentuated with makeup and just her her bob haircut and as we said earlier like all of the women have like these really absurd almost like prom dress outfits uh yeah it's it's just uh it's incredible should be sylvia the whole time that's all i just said to myself (laughs) that's
0: uh, and yeah, she she invites Will to her father's uh, dinner party the next night because they want to gamble some more. And, and she's kind of like she, she just like the waitress. She kind of picks up on his um his his nouveau riche mannerisms, and she, she's like, oh, she's curious. I guess is is how it's how it's justified. Um, so Will does go to the party, but while he, when he arrives at the party, we're kind of introduced to Killian Murphy, who's like the the Javert of this movie. Um, he's he's dedicated to law and order and he's hunting he's hunting will um and he's tracking him literally through his spending which happens in real life just, uh, like, every, every, yeah. <laughs> just like yeah like that that was that was kind of uncomfortable to another watch. thing that came <laughs> out right around this
1: time of this movie was the snowden leaks <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Yeah. Shit. oh That's my right.
2: god yes jesus
0: will 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 sell a
2: snowden will sell us <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, this movie yeah. is fucking incredible. It's so good. It, it really is. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> it's so prescient. Damn.
1: This is where we get that wonderful scene of, uh, well, it, I think it was at the, the casino where you get the wonderful, like, is she my daughter? Is she my wife? Yeah. You're, you're hoping I don't yes. say she's my wife, but she might be my mother. Maybe she's my aunt.
0: Who's to say? And I mean, when Will arrives at the party um, and Philippe greets him, um, the three women that are standing with him are his daughter, wife, and mother-in-law, and they all look this like they're all like look, <laughs> yeah. they look, they look, they look like the they're twenty-two. It's,
2: yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but, in-laws, am um, I no, right?
0: <laughs> yes. Um, we get a We get a nice little like cutesy romantic thing when when Will has Sylvia come come down with him to the beach because he had never seen the ocean before, which is another, 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 another night. then other night another nice little bit of world building like he he lived we can imagine somewhat close to the ocean but he's never seen it before because he's he's never left left his district
1: another really on the nose uh description of real life in baltimore or in los angeles of people in the poor community Mm. like so i'm in baltimore and you know there are people in a people who live in a block away from where i i live who you know statistically have not seen the inner harbor at baltimore and haven't haven't seen the chesapeake bay because you don't leave your neighborhood yep. because you can't yeah uh so it's just yep. another one of those things where it's kind of like it's presented to its presumably you know bourgeois audience is like oh isn't this a isn't this a wacky thing or it's like but no like that's the lived experience of you know thousands if not millions of people
0: like this day currently and, and that's the wild thing about this movie like all of the ob- obviously that the technology of 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 your time span spiking up and down every day does, doesn't exist in, in so overt a fashion as it's presented on screen but the the social structures in this movie are real <laughs> like they
1: exist like we, we live with them today one of the really chilling images that kind of appears a lot when you're in the ghetto zones is just like dead people on the side of the road because they ran out of time yes. and I yes. swear to God, the only thing I could think of while I was watching this movie was like those stories about like you know Amazon warehouse workers being forced to work in a factory next to a yep. dead person because you need to make sure your time is you, you yep. need because money is time and uh, yep. Yep. don't spend Jeff Bezos's time without you know exploiting your labor if you can't thoroughly, pay for
3: yeah it. yeah
0: <laughs> goddamn no that 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 was a uh, the cool thing about the dead the cool thing about the dead bodies in the streets <laughs> oh, the, the cool the cool. The Can cool Jesus thing about Christ. <laughs> the cool thing about that image, that the the effective aspect of that imagery is that it was presented both overtly and subtly in the background yeah. because it's everywhere. Um, yeah. there, there's a part where, like, when Will, when Will and Sylvia escape from her father's mansion, because of course they do, because the timekeepers come after them. And when they're hiding in the ghetto, um, they literally almost trip over a body. Um, but in the scenes before and after that, there are just dead bodies in the background. So it's before it's in front of you, it's beneath you, but it's everywhere that you can't see as well. Uh, in during their escape,
1: uh, we kind of start to see the beginnings of this uh, almost like ideological. Not that's not the right word, but like you know, uh, psychological difference between the the mm. rich zoners and the poor zoners is that like yep. the the rich people are like pathologically afraid of doing anything physical because if you could live forever, yes. you know, why would you risk anything about it? And right. so, like, right. uh, he's surrounded by, like, 20 people with a gun, but he's able to, like, punch one guy in the face, steal his gun, and knock another guy out, and take Sylvia hostage. And, you know, he's surrounded right. by people, but all he has to do is be like, I'll shoot her. And they're all like, well, we don't know how to respond to that. And so that that's a running theme throughout the the movie. Then later, is like, you know, they jump off of a building. And don't worry, the cops aren't going to jump off the building because they have too much to live for. It's... And, you know,
2: that gets subverted. But, right. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. well, yep. and that and that's the Javert link there because you know, spoiler, uh, um, Killian Murphy's cop actually does come from the ghetto, so that's why he's the actually he's the only cop who actually does jump from the window because yep. he he's actually lived a life, he's actually had to live you know this from minute to minute lifestyle. Um, yeah, so Will Salis it's, it's at last we see each other playing <laughs> I, was, I was hoping that was Le out. Time Thief,
1: you wear a different <laughs> chain
0: Oh my god, instead of saying six six five four two one that's the amount of seconds he has yes. left. Oh
3: my god,
2: holy shit. Yes. God, this movie's so fucking it's good. So I know I keep good. saying it, but like it is it, it there's movies. This is so a fucking, fucking this is a gem. This is yeah. Um I'm equally oh, and, entertained and depressed by every new thing I learned from this movie. <laughs> yes. That's befo- how I know before, it's good.
0: And and before we um get to the part where Will and Sylvia are hiding in the ghetto um on, on the land from the Law, um there's a cool scene when they're swimming and they're kind of like doing their their flirty thing. Uh the glowing uh the glowing light from their from their wrist wrist time um wrist time symbols it's kind of like casting this ethereal glow yeah. up from beneath the
2: water. It's like luminesc- yeah. luminescence. Yeah. Yeah. It- it was although a cool image, nick there's image. no way you really could see it because if you and i watched the same copy that's when like anytime there was like low lighting it was impossible to see what was happening in that youtube um, copy <laughs>
0: no that, that that's true it was it was very inconsistent but i i, I mean i did see it
2: because like, yeah no i could yes. see it as well but it was just like that's actually all i could see like the rest of the screen was black and then it just had this bio, less of bio Well, that's, that's why that's green. why i noticed it because i couldn't see anything else <laughs> see. well i for one am thankful that our lord jeff bezos
1: let me purchase it so that way i could see it uh as as uh yes. Nichols intended
2: <laughs> yeah yes. you could really appreciate uh roger deacon's cinematography actually <laughs> he was he was a cinematographer this one and I, I i was thinking about we can give him a shout out but like i don't know fuck it he's he's gotten so many oscars he doesn't need any more shout outs <laughs> everybody every, every film like nerd loves roger deacon's but i mean it is good cinematography
0: yeah um so yeah there. will and will and sylvia are hiding in the ghetto because um, he she is his hostage and um they make a couple different attempts to contact Philippe to to get a bribe and it's it's some what does he say he he wants like a thousand years or something? Something
1: like he wanted a thousand years and he wanted it distributed to the there's like a, a big mission building, like a big church and there's yes. like a, a yeah. some kind of priest or religious type who sits out there and there's this great neon sign that says no time and when there's time when he has time to give away, it's the time part is illuminated and when he doesn't have time to give away the, the no yep. is illuminated, so there's this great scene of all these people lined up at the beginning of the day to collect some, like, time alms, and it opens up, mm-hmm. and 30 seconds later, the no time sign goes on, because he's run out, and, like, that just, like, underscores yeah. the poverty that these people live in.
0: Which is so fucked up, because that, the way that's set up looks exactly like like the, um, the homeless shelter in downtown Austin. It, it, mm-hmm. it like, it's just the way the people are lined up along the street, and it's, it's on a corner and it's um yep. it's near near a more it's near like a bigger road it like it looks exactly like the Seventh Street homeless shelter it, it just we we live in the in time yeah. universe we do like yeah. it, it, th- this is not subtext this is not metaphor this is not allegory that this
1: is our world and I think that that is actually probably the reason why this movie didn't resonate with people is when people go into yes. movies looking for a science yes. fiction movie they're mm-hmm. looking for something yep. that feels like that's the whole Black Mirror thing right is they're looking for something that feels different enough from you know the the modern day world uh, that they can like you know question something or or project into like a new vision or a new world or a new paradigm or something like that. In time, you literally can't do that because it is it is just you know you
2: going to your shitty job every day and coming home feeling like you want to die. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's interesting, you know, you have two years later, you have uh, Neil Blomkamp made the film Elysium, which is pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's, again, it's more of a hard sci-fi thing, where, you know, the, the poor people live on Earth, and then the rich people live in Elysium, which is a satellite in space. So, you know, a lot of metropolitan metropolis vibes where like there is an actual strata and again like heavier sci-fi i know i think matt damon's character has to wear like some kind of like body armor to be able to get into space um but yeah it's like you can kind of watch that and think like ah yes this is a different world entirely this is not our world this is some this is very fantastic but, yeah, this, this movie just uh, really just makes it pretty uh, glaringly obvious that, no, it's the, the, the world of In Time is the world that we currently live so in. So
1: there's um a—I've a, I've never seen Elysium, but there's a, a Zizek quote, I think, about it, where he's talking about oh, yes. the problem with Elysium, where Elysium fails is, like, at the end of the movie, oh, the one bad guy who was in charge is, you know, mm-hmm. castigated, is thrown out. Yeah. It was a bad actor in the system, and now— the, yep. the good military and the good capitalists can come together to share health care with the poor people on Earth. Yep. Oh my and, God. And In Time does not give you that out. There nope. are no it good capitalists uh, nope. in the In the Time universe. Uh, not this universe. Uh, thank you, Jeff Bezos, for letting me live another day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, you're the best capitalist. <laughs> Peter Thiel, please stop um. drinking my blood.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um. So we this portion of the movie it's kind of um i don't want to say muddled but and i don't want to say like it's a lot of the same but it, it's kind of like this bigger period of time compressed into the second act of the movie yeah where um where will and sylvia are they first they start off they start off on the run trying to get the money or will is trying to get the money from philippe um when he can't and when um Killian murphy javert almost kills him um that that forces sylvia's hand she in a snap judgment she she saves him and um that that kind of that kind of is the catalyst for them to become i guess they become friends and eventually they become lovers and partners and everything it's um, when she becomes
1: radicalized seeing that her dad did not yes uh pay the thousand dollar the thousand yes. year ransom even though you know he's he's got millions he, he has it um, yeah 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 uh, and so there's a so she she pulls the trigger she shoots him uh, and I actually didn't notice this, right? I didn't put this together. But I was reading the TV tropes page for this, and they talked about how. Uh, <laughs> so they shoot Killian Murphy, uh, Raymond Leon, and they they steal like uh, and and you think that you would like you know now that he's on the ground and defenseless that Will would take all of his time, but Will actually goes and gives him some time because he knows the timekeepers are kept yep. on such a tight leash. And yep. they they then steal his car and flee, and all of the the poor people who were hanging around the mission. Uh, they like rip the phone out of the phone booth. They like surround him and follow him as he yeah. walks. Yep, they, they mock yeah. the cop. That was so and, good. And, that and, was good. And in Daytown, or Dayton, you know, these are people who are living minute to minute, and they are taking time out of their day to watch this miserable yep. fucking cop take a long, long fucking walk. And it's I great. mean, he can't
0: <laughs> threaten them because they're gonna they're gonna die in the next hour. So what the hell are they exactly? Afraid of yeah, that? and and so yeah. you
1: know, you, you yep. see you you see these beautiful. I don't even know if the director was aware that he was putting these in the movie, but they're these beautiful little gems buried in there that that show that, like in this case, you know, this is a proletariat that you know that understands that they're oppressed and they understand that the timekeepers are the problem, um, and and are willing to make life sacrifices in order to yes. in order to shame them on a long walk up the highway.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, that... it, but it's interesting because Justin Timberlake's character, as we said, gives him the time, and you know, there's almost. You, you could almost say that they're actually trying to make the case that, like, cops are also the proletarian. But, like, it's nice to see this scene specifically where it's like, oh, no, 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 they're not. Here's the actual proletarian, and then here's these fucking cops who maintain capitalism and maintain the status quo. In fact, the cops
1: are so bad, they're like, he gave you time, huh?
3: Hmm.
1: And then all of a sudden, like, for a little bit, they imply that, uh, like, what well, I think, what the, the timekeeper Jaeger implies, like, you know he's redistributed all the, the time that he's stolen except for the stuff that he gave for you, and like so they they kind of imply then that, that that almost kind of like besmirches Leon because he was he was given time that wasn't his.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I, I almost viewed it as kind of like a tactical insult or a tactical, um, a, 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 a considered and deliberate choice as as a way to like just throw him out in his face or as a way to, I guess like the enemy you know is better than like getting like having this whatever new inspector would all it would take was a flick of his knife vengeance was his (laughs) and he gave me back my life damned (laughs) if i live in the dead of a thief
1: no it's great it's just a good movie
0: (laughs) yeah yeah um so yeah they they steal money oh this is my this is my favorite fucking quote of the of the movie it comes up here at this part where um they're, they're in the cop car and they want to get a new car because it's too obvious. So they, they carjack a rich woman um, in a mink coat, a rich woman's car from, <laughs> but yeah, literal mink coat and, and her chauffeur. And um, oh God, what does what he say? He says, don't think of it as stealing. Think of it as redistribution. Yeah. Which yeah. I like literally, Justin Timberlake says that and um, it, it's true just good and he, he 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 leaves her one day she's like he's like you can make do with one you can you can do a lot yeah the, yeah that's that's repeated the, later, the repeated yeah. refrain that's set mm-hmm. up yeah um and then we get it's not quite a montage but it's like i i interpreted it as at least a few months um compressed into a little bit of time
2: because and they say it explicitly. They, they, they the, the, uh, the timekeepers yeah. do say that, they, or there news. There's a news report that says that, yeah, what you're about to say. They've been doing for weeks. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. They, they just steal money from, um, from the Weiss family banks and the Weiss uh, payday. they are not banks actually because they're, they're, they're payday lender loan yeah. Yeah. centers. Um, they, Weiss they have calls vaults. them
2: banks at one point, but I mean they're obviously yeah. like a quick and loan kind of very,
0: very euphemistically calls them banks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because one of the one of the bits of technology that they have is is time can be kept in little little um, capsules, bars, capsules. called capsules. In
2: the yeah, movie, yeah, the,
1: the, it's the capsules are uh, one of the first scenes you see is Will working like a double shift in the factory making these capsules yep. because the only right. the only industry that really exists that they show yeah. you is is literally producing non-value,
0: the non-service. Again, industry.
1: this movie it, yeah. it's just it's just yep. the labor theory of value. All he does in his time is pull a lever that. Spits out these capsules that hold labor value. Yep. That's all he does. Yep. That is yep. his
2: job. Yep. You know, and actually, Cinema Sins, that was a cinema sin that, like, that would be work still in the future that you would just pull a lever. That's so. That's cinema Sin's, Sins is, not is a bourgeois Marx. cow. <laughs> yeah, he really, he really is. <laughs> Fuck you, Cinema sin. Proletarian
1: contrarian <laughs> listeners, uh, buy as many copies of Peter Frey's Four Futures as you can and mail them to Cinema <laughs> house. <laughs> <laughs> That's,
0: <laughs> yes, but seriously, l- l- "Buy Four Futures." It's a good book. It's a very easy read too. Very yeah. very quick. Um, yeah, so for if, sure. If that, would,
2: if that would otherwise put you off, um, yeah, buy anything Verso puts out. Just in general, Verso books, good people.
0: Um, so yeah, they we we get the they kind of set up Will and Sylvia as the Bonnie and Clyde uh, couple, um, and eventually the the Minutemen gang from the beginning of the movie catches up to them. And we, we get this crazy standoff. What's the gang leader? His Fortis. name?
2: Fortis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy. Strong. Uh, also,
1: another wonderful little Easter egg in this movie. He's the only British guy. As if they want to show mm. that the British are a bunch of uh, rampaging criminals yeah. exploiting the working class the world over.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And Killian Murphy, the Irishman, is the, is the archetypal cop <laughs> oh, too. No. the
1: friendly. Oh, yeah. The wind that shakes well, that the barley. My... <laughs> oh, God. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> That
2: kind of works with my read uh, is that, you know, because in this scene, the Minutemen uh, Fortis like talks about how basically the timekeepers allow the Minutemen to to conduct business, to conduct gang business. So like they're basically like the Ulster Protestants. In, in Northern Ireland, you know, like so they're, they're perfect. What are the Ulster
0: Protestants in Northern the, Ireland? The Lewis? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the, so there's numerous gangs, numerous paramilitary uh, vigilante organizations in Northern Ireland, or there were during the Troubles, you know, the period between like 1970 and 1995 in Northern Ireland, which is still a part of Britain, um, which should be united with the rest of Ireland, which was actually a DSA uh, resolution, which, you know, uh, uh, not DSA can do much about, about that, but, so uh, I
1: will say, uh, I believe the uh, support a thirty-two county United Socialist Republic of Ireland uh, resolution uh, was referred to the NPC because we didn't have time to vote on that. Uh, but I will say that any delegate and any NPC member who does not support a fully uh, a fully united thirty-two county socialist Gaelic speaking Republic of Ireland is a proddy dog. And
3: uh,
1: yep, yep,
2: hundred percent. No, yeah, that's,
0: dude, this is this is the place for that kind of rhetoric. Honestly, I'll just, yeah, know, we're. Hell yeah. Tradcasts. <laughs> no, for sure. tradcasts so- yes. Socialists. Oh my God. Yes.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, no,
0: basically. Karl I mean, Marx. Yes. Once, upon a t- once upon a time, unironically, un- un- yes. Karl Marx. Friedrich Engels.
1: Uh, G.K. Chesterton.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <Yes.
0: Yes. laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien. He was oh, Catholic. Oh yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah. Very um, much a socialist too, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, <there's not laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Uh,
2: But long story uh, short, so uh, Ulster Defense Association was one of many, uh, you know, Protestant paramilitary organizations that was kind of given a wink, wink, nudge, nudge by the uh, Royal Ulster Constabulary, which was the, you know, the English uh, forces, special forces in Ireland. Uh, They were allowed to just, you know, have basically a reign of terror throughout both protestant and catholic areas of northern ireland um very much like this group the Minutemen, is allowed to basically uphold the status quo in the ghetto specifically now that's the interesting yep. thing about them they're allowed to only you know conduct their gang business in the ghetto to keep that population under control yep uh
1: shout out to uh uh k mark's uh fire new track uh the 18th of brumaire uh <laughs> talking about the lumpen <laughs> proletariat versus the proletariat and the ways in which yes uh the the criminal under underbelly are used in order to uh break up
0: legitimate workers associations yep shout out to whitey bulger <laughs> um fam- <laughs> the first son of boston
2: um, <laughs> uh infamous fbi informant um shout out to the guy who got killed by the QAnon guy uh, uh, this, this is also where I'm going
1: to step in and uh, defend the good name of Italian-American socialists everywhere. Uh, there's a great piece in Jacobin about how the mafia were all scabs and the mafia were all uh, strike breakers. Uh, and so the yeah. fact that uh, Italian-Americans lionized the mafia when they could instead lionize uh, uh, great people like Sacco and, Sacco and Vanzetti. Vanzetti or all of the, the wonderful right, Italian silver right. CD and anarchists who, who came over is, uh, is a, crime a crime. And it shame. shows that they've been yep. by, uh, uh by the wasps.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. and uh sopranos actually touches on this one of the one of the first um plot lines in the first season is they they break up the strikes and i forget i forget what industry it is but they 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 act as literal strike breakers like we see that on on uh, might be construction the therapist's
1: husband like uh sons of italy like this is anti-italian discrimination
2: yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. half the characters are like yeah. yeah. that. I think he and is, then, though, but most of the characters are. The Columbus <laughs> Day episode, uh, Sil- Silvio and Artie Bucco,
0: um, they're like, wait, hey, that better not be Columbus. I, I, I do like have <laughs> uh, a,
1: a reaction photo saved to my phone of uh, Silvio saying, that's anti-Italian discrimination. Uh, and I have to use it far too much uh, in our leftist circles. Uh, you yes.
0: canceled. I mean, I'm outnumbered right now by two <laughs> Italian-American socialists.
2: Um <laughs> T- DSA Italian yeah. Caucus. DSA Italian DSA American DSA caucus. caucus. Let's do it.
1: <laughs>
0: yes.
2: Um,
0: so yeah, the the God, what's his name? I keep forgetting his name. The gang leader Fortis. Forums.
1: You know because Fortis. Fortis you know yeah. because it means right. strong.
0: He's strong. Yeah, he is strong. But it? he's not strong enough to resist Justin Timberlake's uh, forearms in their test of wills. Um, just we learned that Will's uh, father had died because he, he was a fighter. And I actually really liked how this was introduced because, like, you hear the term fighter at the beginning, but it slowly builds up to reveal that, um, he did, like, arm wrestling contests. That's how he made. Yeah, time. You think it's going to be a like boxing he, he,
1: thing or, like, a, an MMA yeah. thing, but, but it's, it, it actually ties directly into the conceit.
0: Yeah. Because, like, they, they keep referring to, like, his strong arms, and you think, oh, like, he was a boxer or whatever. But no, his strong arm is that he, um, when you shake someone's hand or when you grab someone's hand that's how you transfer time from your account to their account or vice versa and um, will, will, will's father was apparently really good at it he could like he could game the system he could um he could let his clock run almost to zero and then steal all back while you were distracted and that's exactly what will does to um, to beat and actually kill fortas and in a cool moment he shoots his bodyguards too while he's doing it
2: yeah that was sick so he has like a little gun in his ankle he has an ankle holster which like yeah, like yeah. a little Derringer. Now, granted, like, it's, you know, this is the whole, like, su- spri- surprise versus suspense thing, right? Like, the you know, the, the Alfred yes. Hitchcock, like, you know, you, you set up the bomb, and then you, you don't just have the bomb go off randomly. So, like, we never yep. see the ankle holster previously, but whatever, yep. I'll excuse it. But he has a gun, you know, this little Derringer in his ankle holster, and he, like, he gets the three other gang members quickly, like, right at the same minute that Fortis dies.
0: It would have been better if Sylvia shot them because they showed her learning how to use that a gun earlier.
2: Been. Yeah, uh, something
1: I did yeah. actually really like was like so it's very cheesy because like Fortis comes in and he's like you know I'm a, I'm a man of honor I like to do this fair and he like insists on yeah. like stealing it stealing your your minutes that way but they established yeah. like a, a couple of scenes earlier the Will and Sylvia have been flooding the ghetto with with time and uh yep. they the the Minute Men show up to rob some guy and he's like yeah. I'm, I'm flush enough right now that I bought a gun, and scares yeah, scares yeah, the gang was, yep. off. And then the gang, in a fit of anger, uh, shoot him. And Fortis gets out of the car in the back. And, and you know yeah. comes up to his body and realizes, "Oh shit, I killed him." And because I killed him, I can't extract more labor from him. I can't ex- extract the yeah. uh, the value from him anymore. Um, yeah. It was the,
0: very the, nicely the notion up. of honor. Yeah, the, the notion of honor is just a facade to perpetuate his own mm-hmm. time.
2: Yeah, yeah. And plus the the proletariat arming themselves, which I wish we got more of that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really the only yeah. proletarian who arms himself yeah. in but defense in there, of his own good. labor and time. Yeah. You know, it was, it was cool. I just like, I just wish at the end we saw more of that, but that's for when we make the sequel to this film. <laughs> the in-time cinematic universe. <laughs>
0: in time two, out of time, or time's up or something.
2: Oh, yeah. I think in but, some countries it was called time out, actually. Time out. <laughs> yeah. That's-
0: that's the that's the um that's the uh not side i i guess side cool the the companion piece that takes place on a board yeah. in school
1: uh yeah yeah, uh, yeah. in time three mm-hmm. edge of tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> um so
0: yeah the they 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 eradicate um or they they dispatch fortis and uh the gang um and then they that's when they come up with their plan because like they this is actually in this is again this is so depressing and inaccurate to today um they're on the run from killian murphy at this point i think and they finally escape but they're like S- sylvia and will are they 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 just they're just exhausted and they're like we can't beat we can't beat him like even even if we escape even if we live for another like hundred years like there there is no escape and they this. see
1: all the the prices that are on this like big billboard that like show like this is the price yes. of bread this is the price of gas this is the price right. of rent,
0: and it's changing in real Be- time because yeah. they're
1: flooding the the system with money yep. uh he said, like
0: a million years. Yeah, being and enough.
1: so like it. it uh, you, you get to see. Uh, hate hate to to drop another another Marx text, but like wages, price and price no, and profit is literally about discussing. You know, you know, it is not good enough just to have unions that can demand more in wages because getting more wages, you know, it means you don't starve to death, which is good, but it also doesn't challenge the capitalist mode of production. Uh, And and I think that that kind of then goes to one of the problems that this movie kind of has is it doesn't have a singular bad guy. The bad guy is, you know, the system of of value and capitalism that they live in. So Fortis is a bad guy and they kill him. And then there's Mm -hmm. still a movie because they're still in capitalism. You know, they have to they have to do a big bank heist or something like that. And capitalism is still around. And so, like, there isn't there isn't that clear, easy, you know, end point. And so it makes it so the movie has to kind of like decide very specifically where it wants to go.
0: But that's to the movie's benefit. Just like that. that that's, a, that's a that's a good thing that doesn't have one single well yeah yeah
2: for like us but not for like the most of the movie going public unfortunately <laughs> and you know it's not their fault it's just like you know how people are conditioned to watch films or engage with films as a medium and television for that matter you know we're yeah. well conditioned to absorb books and plays and even music better than we are uh, mm-hmm. film and television I mean I, I wasn't really taught much about film and television until I got to college so you You know, most people, if you go to a public school like I do, you know, you'll watch movies for sure. But those are the days where it's just like, all right, you've gotten to the end of this unit. So you get to watch, you know, uh, uh, Mel Gibson's Hamlet because we just we just read (laughs) Hamlet. It's not like we're watching this movie and also we're dissecting it. it's kind of, you know, it's the dessert. Usually it's just, you know, you can you can check out now and watch this thing. So uh, that's probably why this movie didn't do well, because it doesn't you know, most people expect the. Yeah, the antagonist, and like Mark said, there's three antagonists, and they're, they are dispatched, you know, three standard antagonists, but then there's, you know, there's the the big bad, which doesn't go away that easily, of capitalism.
1: There's uh, there's an old anarchist saying, like, the, the early anarchists were really into, like, propaganda of the deed, you know, we need to blow up the system, we need to, you know, we're... Uh there was this guy Luigi Galliani who's you know dynamite is the great leveler yeah, of man. Italian. Uh, Sacco and Vanzetti were involved in like the Galliani gang, and uh, they yeah. had to flee the country because after like during World War One, um, the the police arrested a bunch of you know socialist leaders and, and union leaders who, for protesting against the war, uh, and so they mailed a bunch of bombs to you know senators' houses and judges' houses, and so like none of them went off like none of like they, they didn't put enough postage on them because they, you know they weren't they weren't from here and so they didn't know how much how many stamps to put on Bezos strikes again,
0: uh,
1: and so they all had to flee but like um kind of in response to the failure of that you know dynamite throwing you know thing the the saying was like you know uh dynamite can't blow up a social relation you know and and that's kind of what they learn over the course of their their insurrectionary bonnet gang style you know uh, yeah. bank heists is you 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 can't destroy a social relation just by stealing money or by uh you know taking it although they, the way that they end up trying to do it is is i suppose just stealing money on an even bigger scale
0: <laughs> i mean that's kind of right. that's kind of where it all leads to in the end um the I, I guess like the the solution um as as far as the plot of this movie goes is they they steal literally a million years from my the- first
1: million years
3: <laughs> yeah my first million <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he alludes to the fact that he has like another million stashed away somewhere but i i kind of read that as bluffing but um but yeah they they, they opened this oh my the, and they open they open this vault they open the safe and the combination is the date to darwin's birthday yes um,
2: yeah it's been established previously that he loves uh darwin and specifically Dar- like yeah. social darwinism
0: yeah that that was a little that was a little clunky that was a little too like dumb hollywood thinking that the only like the only historical figure that people could put a put a name to um for this kind of movie would be darwin um i don't know i i, I guess it works it just seems like it, it like doesn't melts. no like, no like, it, does. it doesn't no it doesn't, doesn't, work. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. work at all but i mean it, it's, it's, it's more more hilarious gap, though, though. Well, <laughs> so a really interesting movie
1: to counterpose this with that also theoretically has like a malthusian bad guy is um uh uh, what's it called uh ultra um avengers yeah, yeah the avengers, the avengers? Uh, uh where thanos mm, oh, yeah, thanos. yeah. Thanos, so, yeah. So one of the things that drove me i so i hated uh, avengers uh endgame no yeah, the good. first one uh, uh infinity, infinity war, war yeah, i endgame. haven't seen uh, we, we love it here at ProCon. Uh, it's but i hated infinity movie. war because the it, it, they don't challenge the malthusian argument that thanos is making no, like no, in this yeah. movie in no. time explicitly states like oh no like okay Malthus this is the you know this is the cost of you know the idea that you do let poor people die build your cities where you know malaria is and things like that whereas in uh infinity war it makes the same argument like oh the world would be better if we had less people but like they're just like oh that's bad they don't they never address it and that's why like half the
0: memes are like oh thanos was right right yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I, I never, I haven't seen any of those either of those movies, but like, I, I know, I know the whole plot just through like internet exposure and meme meme references. But like, but the um, what, what's crazy is like, the the consensus was that Thanos was such a relatable and sympathetic villain yeah. because he had like noble mm-hmm. goals, and that is such bullshit. Yes, because, and like
1: that, that it yeah. it makes me so mad when I think about that movie when I talk yeah. about that movie, and I think that this movie handles that because it 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 shows in a much more real realistic way, you know, what those arguments yeah. look like. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a for Mark sure. Twain quote about like, you know, we all feel bad for the, the, the quick terror that happened in France where, you know, a couple thousand people got their heads chopped off, but no one, no one thinks about the long terror, the cold terror, the terror where millions of people died in poverty. Uh, you could fill a, a single graveyard in Paris with all the victims of the short terror. You, there's not enough graveyards in all of France to, to, to hold the victims of the long terror and like that's that's something that really kind of comes through in this movie
0: mm-hmm. yeah um, and, and to counter the meritocracy too there's that Stephen Jay Gold quote I am somehow less interested in the 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 wrinkles and convolutions of uh, Einstein's brain than I am of the near certainty that uh, that minds of equal or greater value have lived and died in uh, sweatshops and yeah. rice patties. Uh,
1: again this movie is like
0: it's so good it's
1: so bad but it's yes. so, like it's, it's not it's not it's, even bad it's bad in that like the world we live in is bad <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, they steal the million years and they redistribute that um throughout the ghetto um that through through the the mission guy the religious guy and, it, and his little sister or whatever that's introduced um she's like the only child's character
2: and the baby that we see on oh, the baby i that's guess yeah too yeah yeah
0: but we're, we're showing that um you you're, you're your timer you're born with your timer or something or it's implanted after birth but it, it reads zero up until you hit your 25th birthday
2: and then you have an orgasm
1: that, that yes. was a really interesting little interesting. world building too of like everyone's like you know what yeah. was it like when 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 you got your year and like oh you know I I yeah. I, I it knocked me down
2: I I I almost fell over yeah. oh it, you know it woke me up I was asleep I came in my pants yeah, yeah no it's literally <laughs> the lonely island I jizzed in my pants like that is literally it's like I'm walking down the street and I jizz in my pants I'm Wait, sleeping which, and then I jizz in my pants. Which is a very contemporaneous touchstone for
0: the time this yes. movie came out, too. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> just, Justin Timberlake was doing the um, Lonely I mean, Island d- he stuff. Was, like, right, he, he
2: was doing the Dick in the Box. Yeah. Dick in the Box. Yep, right. yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then every time you die, uh, you also you jizz when you die as well. Because Matt Boomer, when he dies, he jizzes off of the viaduct. He, he jizzes bridge. himself yeah, off on the bridge. When you time yeah. out, you you have like a convulsion of some you, sort. Yeah. Like, yeah. You
0: yeet your way to the. You eat your way into yeah. death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jesus take my um, watch it, it, it is a petite le yeah. petite more literally. Um, um so yeah the, I, I guess that's how it ends they they redistribute the million years um to every every member of the ghetto um presumably they all get a decent amount of time to to do what they will with and they they kind of they kind of just walk through the the um the borders of the ghetto freed
1: from the material constraints of their you know, immiserated em- lives, they are able to, you know, work in tandem in order to challenge things. And so you see all these great, hilarious, you know, like, uh, you know, Philippe Weiss is like, you know, talking with like other leaders from other towns and like other big banks. And they're like, you need to lock this down. You need to do something about this. And you can see all these zones on this map going red because, uh, presumably because they've lost control, but also because the communist revolution has taken over them. Um-
3: yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Not in Texas, but
1: in LA. <laughs>
3: um, that was, uh,
0: and and this is also the scene that that um, I believe Mark had touched upon earlier. When, when Fortis, not Fortis, the um, the Killing Murphy's uh, his deputy, Jaeger, Jaeger, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the hunter walks away. He 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 puts down his gun and he walks away from his from yeah. his metaphor. Like, what do we do? He
1: and from. he's like, go home. We go yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, and we we actually. I'm sure, I'm sure that's what we yeah, would Fake do, news. Right? All cops just give up when when the revolution comes. All the cops will give up, folks. So please, yeah. let's just do it now. We have nothing but we have nothing to lose but our chains. It is, is in
1: fact my job to uh, protect and serve. So I guess I need to
2: go home and uh, see y'all, see all in the revolution. Yeah. Well, it's like RoboCop. You know, it served the public trust. So the public trust is a uh, revolution. So you just have to join it. That's what happens that's how, mm, damn. that's how it works hey philippe yep. you're fired <laughs>
3: <laughs> thank you
2: yes oh my
0: god um and i, I guess the the last plot the last big uh, plot beat that we should hit on is um when when javert gets his comeuppance that's so yeah, so they've javert established Jesus, yeah. that the
1: timekeepers like they live on a per diem because you know you, yep. you don't want to have too much on you because then people will kill you to take your money
0: it's it's wirelessly transferred to little devices they have in their cars
1: and they can, they can load up. Uh, Leon is, is so honest. Like he, he turns down a big bribe in order to like make the, the charges against Sylvia disappear from, from Philippe. Um, he is about to take his per diem when he sees, uh, he sees Sylvia and Will running away. And so he, he chases them and he, he catches them and he's about to, he's about to kill them. But then he realizes he hasn't actually gotten his per diem. And because he was running so close to the, so close, he, uh, he he gives up the ghost in front of them and then they have their convoluted big run in order to find where, where can we get our enough enough time in order to survive?
0: Well, it was, it was interesting because his, his, it hit, they established that his per DM was loaded up in his car, car's machine ready. And that, that's where they, <laughs> that's where, <laughs> we, we, I have two cats, on, cats on screen here, folks that I see, um, <laughs> two, two adorable little cats. <laughs> um, very distracting but uh that's that's good um yeah we uh the the cop car had the the little machine dispensary in the cop car that dispenses time was already preloaded with a day's worth um that that was the per diem he had ordered so that's how will and sylvia are able to survive because they're they're running on like seconds at this point but they 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 load up using the machine
1: um and then what do we do next and smash cut to a uh
0: We read, read, Uh,
1: read theory, uh, learn, learn more, (laughs) learn forever. Um, And uh, then they uh, get guns, get a fancy car and go to uh, the bank, the big bank. Uh, I think it's the bank. Yeah, the big bank. Uh, It would be funny if it was like the bank in, uh, uh, what was the, this is bad radio, but the, 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 what is it? Not the 25th hour. The one, the one, the inside man, the inside man. Inside. man, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna go steal all the the time diamonds from the big bank yeah
2: i
0: mean it it it, it, by input i i read it as just like wells fargo basically Mm, yeah
2: (laughs) i it would have been cool if it was like fort Knox. and and and, uh, sylvia Mm, has this great line
1: i told you there were bigger banks (laughs) yep yeah there's
2: there's always a
0: bigger (laughs) bank (laughs) we're gonna need a bigger bank (laughs) it all comes no there's always a bigger bank
2: because that's a star wars episode
0: one reference because it all comes back to star wars here
2: that's unfortunate (laughs) can it come back to another uh blockbuster that destroyed hollywood instead can it go back to instead? <laughs> yes the original. yes you're a um, you're so yeah, a that's in
0: time <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah that's in time it's um it is some good shit folks you you really should see it don't don't sleep on this one is it fair
1: to say that it's the best movie yes
2: yes
0: yeah i would say that i would definitely say it. it's it's the best movie of our time oh in our in our time <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um we do have some workers of note here including quite a few uncredited workers of note which were all which are the best workers of note that we can all ever note um i'll start off i'll start us off here we have harold belker and ron mendel <clears throat> as vehicle designers and that i i had mentioned the, the cars earlier the kind of like retro uh dc animated universe batman the animated animated series kind of st- quasi quasi uh, art deco style but um, still futuristic and as Mark had noted with the cool little um, pressurized sound effects that very very little things Um, also the the cop cars the way that the the klaxons and the lights on the cop cars worked like they they were were they looked like fucking um uber or not uber uh, (laughs) the lifts things that you (laughs) keep inside your inside your windshield like these little lights um So once again, this movie was prescient in in an unexpected way, specifically (laughs) as related to like venture capitalism.
2: Yeah. Uh, So, and then we have a bunch of uncredited, also vehicle related roles here. They're the uh, precision drivers. Uh, So one can assume they're stunt drivers who do some of the more uh, precision, precise uh, vehicle work. Um, and we have Steven Ramos, Brian Harris, Brandon McDonald, Scotty Richards. Uh, I know that's a, that's it actually. Yeah, those those four. There's some fun stunt
1: driving in the movie. Um, I think there's a couple of flips. There's some. Uh, at one point, uh, they're driving this uh, the, this Jaguar backwards on the highway,
2: uh, yeah, and he flips around good.
1: at the last second, causing Killian Murphy to crash into a truck, and that's pretty badass.
2: Yeah, so these these four guys um, probably did a lot of those um, more precise turns and and, and flips and stuff like that. And uh, like Nick said, they are uncredited. So kudos, extra kudos.
0: We also have some um, visual artists here. We have Rodham Regner-Capilla, roto artist. Joel Gerlach, roto artist. Glenn Morris, roto paint supervisor. Hugh Fun, roto paint artist. Tom Piedmont, roto paint artist. And Archie Villanova, roto artist. Um, I guess we get a twofer for uh, technical film terms here, Lewis. What, it, what is uh, rotoscoping? Oh, I, I think we mentioned uh, I that Wars yeah, Star, Star Wars episodes. Wars episodes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, It's like when you just animate something on top of like an actual still of a film, sure. um, you know, of a frame. Uh, so, you know, like uh, the the Fleischer Superman uh, uh, shorts. Right. the uh, the, the, the lightsaber is from the original trilogy the lightsaber sure. from the original trilogy a lot of early disney is rotoscoping um so yeah you just kind of draw over actual frames of, of of live action filmmaking
1: a scanner darkly was like the big one where they're like oh the whole movie is rotoscoped
2: and it looks yeah. so spooky and stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: obviously in time uses it for the the time um yeah digits on the time their forearms digits
2: on their forearms yeah so uh, it's a cool effect, actually. Like uh, again, not to harp on cinema sins, but that was like one of his first cinema sins. He didn't like that. Um, wrong. I don't know why wrong. He, wrong. I don't like I just don't know why he watches fucking movies. Like why do you like I mean of course it's to do it's the grift, right? It's like the pedantic yeah. nerd grift. That's why he yeah. watches movies. But like he must he doesn't seem to enjoy it at all. Like it's just I don't know. I don't get it. I Fuck mean, that, you, CinemaSins, for the billionth time. <laughs>
0: we've come from movie bob and in a previous episode now we're coming <laughs> from cinema sins. who's next <laughs> red letter who's next, Media, on, who's
2: next on the ProCon kill yeah, list i don't know every frame of painting that guy's fucking and suffering <laughs> oh no yep
0: i um i actually don't haven't seen anything of his I, I i've seen plenty of movie bob i've seen plenty of um of uh cinema sins and i i dislike both of them but i don't know every
1: frame of painting. Uh, every frame of paintings i don't think he's still active is he I, I don't think so. No, I think he
2: he gave up the ghost. Yeah, a while he went ago dark like three years like, ago. Hell yeah, he he was <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> yeah. he, he felt something. He heard he something. Heard. He's not sensed. Omar's sensed. coming. Omar's us. <laughs> um.
0: So cl- closing thoughts. Um. For our broke book bespoke, I guess we can each take one of these. Um. I'll start us off. Uh. My broke recommendation is for disaffected fail sons uh, with bittersweet memories of Occupy Wall Street. Um. This movie is from that time, as we've mentioned throughout the throughout the episode here and um it it carries on that legacy in a in a satisfying way um and it's entertaining while it does so
2: our woke recommendation is for elon musk transhumanists uh and i guess we should also add grimes transhumanist and <laughs> she's the actual oh transhumanist my God. transhumanist, who transhumanist eco-fascist her, yeah who changed her fucking eyeball so she doesn't have seasonal disf- disaffective <laughs> disorder or whatever um, so she
0: she can't watch this movie then because uh, the 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 oh, color yeah. grading the great, color grading yeah, for the rich yeah, she, she
2: won't be able blue. to see the colors in this. How movie. much time do uh, I have? So she, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So, she can't see the digits on her arm. Well. It's, uh, <laughs> that's that's fucking social Darwinism. It's not right a kind there. world to colorblind uh, people. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So for Elon Musk transhumanist nerds uh, who need a soft introduction to class consciousness, this would be your film. Um. And the bespoke,
1: uh, the, the, who, who you should recommend to, the, the bespoke is overwork college students and wage workers who so don't have the time to read capital. Uh, alternatively, every uh, every person who says, oh, you haven't read a uh, econ book, have you? Um, that you've ever argued with online. I think those are...
0: You can just say, no, I've seen it in time. <laughs> I've seen it time. I'm more powerful than you could have possibly imagined. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, great episode. Thank you so much, Mark, for being here with us to to discuss. Thank you in so time. much for inviting
1: yeah. me. This has been a lot of fun. I hope I, uh, I, I hope I did okay.
0: <laughs> oh no, you did. You did, you did we more than both, did okay. Both of our guests so far have been amazing. Yeah,
1: a little, a little rude to talk about past dates when I'm still here, but okay, I suppose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wasn't comparing you two. I was saying you both did well.
1: <laughs> no, this was a ton of fun. We would definitely like to have no, you on absolutely. In the future. This was a ton of fun. Um, I, I would even watch a movie that wasn't in time.
2: Uh. <laughs> oh, wow! I don't know i actually think if we just every August we just uh, review in time again you know like there's a whole <laughs> podcast that just like review a minute of a film like oh if they God. can get away yep. with that like we can we can re-review <laughs> in time in August mm-hmm. with you next
1: year I think, I think the sad thing about that is we'd watch it and we'd be like you know we didn't even realize the ways in which uh, they're literally grinding people into like nutritional paste now <laughs> but like
3: they yeah, did it in this that's movie that's true <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> this, movie, this movie will age like a fine soilent. <laughs>
2: alright folks thanks for listening see you next time keep your proles conned <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can hear what you're thinking all your doubts and fears If you look in my eyes, in time you'll find the reason I'm here. And in time all things shall pass away. In time you may come back someday to live once more or die once more. But in time your time will be known